In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. We're going to look at the prophet Elisha again. When you think of the major prophet like Elisha or Habakkuk, they had prophets around them. When you go to the tomb of Habakkuk, you see all these little graves right around the big prophet. That's how they lived. The major prophet lived with the little prophets. I tell you, if we are not prophetic, we are pathetic. We need to be prophetic in these dark days. We need to call sin, sin, and righteousness, righteousness. Why are we into uh, making excuses? Well, we want people to feel good. Feel good? What does that mean? I want people to know the truth in love. Not only the truth, but the truth in love. How can I deal with a person who will say, reads cards, reads tea leaves. How can I deal with that person? Telling that person the truth in love, that she's connected to a demon. But she says, a God. Well, God doesn't work that way. God works through his word. God works through his revelation. God works through his love. And so we need to tell the truth and shame the devil. Tell the truth in love. But it's all going to be in love. I'm looking at Second Kings chapter 6. Now the company of the prophets, just like I told you, said to Elisha, as you see, the place where we live under your charge is too small for us. Under the charge of Elisha. We want to build another place because we're too crowded in this place. That's just very easy to understand. Let us go to the Jordan and let us collect logs there, one for each of us, and build a place there for us to live in. He answered, do so. He got permission from the major prophet. Then one of them said, Please come with your servants. And he answered, I will. So he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. What are they cutting down trees? To make a place to live in. They cut down trees. But as one was felling a log, his axe head fell into the water. He cried out, Alas, master! Alas, Master, it was borrowed. Then the man of God said, Where did it fall? And when he showed him the place, he cut off the stick and threw it in there and made the iron float. 
the axe head floated. This is the power of God working through the major prophet, Elisha. Oh, yes. I tell you, God has given us power, but we need to be responsible. The more power God has given us, the more responsible we have to be. I was watching a movie the other night, and it moved me to tears. And I could say to God, I just need you so much. I want you so much. I need you so much. I come to you asking you to help me in the midst of all I'm going through. That was my prayer. My prayer through the tears. I don't often cry. I wish I did, because it's a release. But I called out to the Lord. The Lord to Elisha said, pick it up, the iron thing. So he reached out his hand and took it. Now, the Arameans are surrounding the place where Elisha and the prophets lived. When an attendant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, an army with horses and chariots was around the city. So he was one of the prophets that woke up early and he sees an army around the city. He's going to tell Elisha, there's an army around the city. We're going to be dead. We're going to be dead. An army with horses and chariots was all around the city. His servant said, Alas, master, what shall we do? He replied, Do not be afraid. There's an army around us. And what does he say? Do not be afraid. For there are more with us than there are with them. There are more with us. I don't see them. What are you seeing, Elisha, that I don't see? Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, and he saw the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. When the Arameans came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike the Arameans, this people, with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. Let's see what happens. You're going to kill these people? Let's see. with your sword and your bow, those whom you want to kill. Set food, set food and water before them. This is hospitality. Feed them. We're not going to kill them. Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and let them go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. After they ate and drank, he sent them on their way, and they went to their master. And the Arameans no longer came 
riding into the land of Israel, the house of hospitality. In the desert, you can go in the middle of the night to your enemy, and he's got to give you hospitality. This is says that in the 23rd Psalm. He comforts me with all, my, all those who are against me. Let's say the whole psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me by still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the dark valley, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies in the middle of the night. My enemies have to feed me. My enemies have to give me drink. This is the law of hospitality. Let's continue. Chapter 8 of 2 Kings, Second Kings. Now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Get up and go with your household and settle wherever you can, for the Lord has called you, has called there to be a famine, and it will come on the land for seven years. So the woman got up and did according to the word of the man of God. She went with her household and settled in the land of the Philistines, seven years, the time of the famine. At the end of the seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, she set out to appeal to the king for her house and her land. Now the king was talking with Gehazi. Remember Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the servant of the man of God, saying, Let me and all the great things that Elisha has done while he was telling the king how Elisha had restored the dead person to life, the woman whose son he had restored to life appealed to the king for her house and for her land. She wants her house and her land taken back. The king owns it now. Gehazi said, My lord king, here is the woman and here is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. When the king questioned the woman, she told him, so the king appointed an official for her, saying, Restore all that was hers, together with all the revenue of the fields, from the day she left until now. So she gets back everything plus revenue. This is... This is we don't do things. We have the IRS. Oh, I don't want to go down that street. But the IRS takes so much from people. So much from people. And you know what? Some of the money goes to give people abortions. That's wrong and that's evil. So we see that the prophet did not live alone. He lived among other prophets. What we need in the church today are not only priests, but prophets who proclaim the word of God, prophets who will tell what is real. No, you cannot become a girl because you're a boy. 
No, you cannot live with the same sex person and have sex with them. No, abortion is killing. You cannot do that. But who tells people all the things that they need to hear? Plus, that God has a life in store for them in the Holy Spirit to give them newness of life. Oh, yes, it's not only we tell them the bad things, but we have newness of life through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to find out how we get that newness of life in Psalm 37. Do not fret because of the wicked. Don't be jealous, please. Jealousy will get you nowhere. Thank God for what you have. But I wanted a house, and I don't have a house. Well, you're living in a house now. You know, but I wanted a Cadillac, and I got a Volkswagen. Please, take care of the Volkswagen. Thank God that you've got wheels. You see, gratitude will destroy envy. Gratitude. And you want to know what I want more gratitude. I want more gratitude. Do not be envious of the wrongdoers, for they will soon fade away like the grass. The grass comes up in the morning, and by evening it's gone because the sun beats down on the grass and it withers away. They soon will fade away like the grass and wither like the green herb. Here's the one, verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good so that you will live in the land. Trust in the Lord. I know that that's what God calls us to, to trust in Jesus, no matter what's happening. Even when it seems that God's back is against us, it isn't. It isn't against us. It's for us. And we have to trust in the Lord. If you gave your life to Jesus yesterday, you have to trust in the Lord. If you gave your life to Jesus 55 years ago, you've got to trust in the Lord. This is always what we have to do. Trust in the Lord and do good so that you will live in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I know a priest who taught contemplative prayer to kindergarten people. You say, that's impossible. What he did is he said, get one of those silver kisses on each of their desks and have them take the paper off, but they can't eat it until I say so. And so they're looking at the chocolate and their mouths are watering. They're contemplating the chocolate, and their mouths are watering. I tell you, that's the way taking delight in the Lord. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. What are the desires of your heart? Maybe you don't even know them. What are my desires? I want to reach more people. I want to bring people to Jesus more. That's the desire of my heart. I, I need health to do it. That's the desire of my heart. 
Oh, I don't want to become rich. What good is becoming rich? I want to continue to give over what I need to give over to the Lord every month. Oh, yes. Let's see. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. Trust in him, you who became a new believer. Trust in him, you who have believed for 57 years. Trust in God, and he will act. He will make your vindication shine like the light and the justice of your cause like the noonday. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him. That's a hard thing to do. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Because he doesn't come on our time. He comes on his time. And he comes when he wants to. Be patient with the Lord. Be patient with yourself. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret over those who prosper in their way, over those who carry out evil devices. Refrain from anger. Forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. What about fretting? I need more money. I want to be like all my other friends. Don't fret. It only leads to evil. It only leads to evil. For the wicked shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. I waited for the Lord in Psalm 40, and I waited for the Lord, and he stooped down and pulled me out of the miry clay and placed my feet upon a rock. He put a new song in my mouth. Oh, yes, wait on the Lord. Yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look diligently for their place, they will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. And God will give us prosperity according to what he can trust us with. You see, if I can't trust God with my money, how can he trust me with people? My money is just dead precedence on a green piece of paper. How can God trust me with people that he so loved people that he gave his only son? How can he trust me if he can't trust me with money? He can't trust me. Money is nothing. But if he can trust me with money, he'll trust me with his people. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked. The Lord laughs at the wicked. Oh, yes. 
the Lord laughs at the wicked. These crazy people that shot people in a parade just on the 4th of July, he laughs at that person. Killed people, wounded many. The Lord laughs at that person. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that the day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and the needy, to kill those who walk uprightly with sword until they enter their own heart and the bows shall be broken. That's where we have to enter our heart to pray. The other night as I was crying, I entered my heart to pray. I told Jesus, I need you so much. I need you more, more than I ever thought. Better is a little that the righteous person has than the abundance of many wicked possessions. My mother used to say in Italian, better to eat bread, oil, and onions than to be aligned with the wicked. Bread, oil, and onions. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will abide forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In days of famine they have abundance. God takes care of his people. God takes care of you. He has not forgotten you. He has not forsaken you, forsaken you. God takes care of you. Let me just tell you about the School of the Holy Spirit. Between July 17th and the 23rd at the Crown Plaza Hotel and Resorts in Woburn, Massachusetts. This is for you who want to learn how to minister. In a school we learn. What do we learn to do? We learn to pray for the sick. We learn to deliver people. We learn to prophesy. We learn to speak the Word of God. We learn to read the Bible. We learn, oh, how we need to learn these things. And you can't learn it if on a sermon, a sermon on a Sunday is 10 minutes. Because the devil works 27, 24-7. 24-7. 10 minutes isn't going to do you very much good. You might get a kernel and hold on to it. And if you even get a kernel, go to the priest or the minister and say, thank you for that sermon. It really helped me. I remember people coming to me and saying, thank you for what you just said. I said, now what did I say? And they would say something, and I, I thought to myself, I never said it. But they heard it. But I never said it. Never came out of my mouth. But they thanked me for it. So July 17th to the 23rd at Crown Plaza Hotel and Resorts, what are we doing there? 
creating an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move in power. Come and learn how to prophesy, how to heal the sick, how to set the captives free. That's between the 17th and the 23rd. If you want to look on the internet, it's www.daysofglory.org www.daysofglory.org or call 1-847-962-7307 847-962-7307 The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Trust in the Lord. He is worthy of your trust. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.